Hi, this is Sabrina Fulton, the mother of Trayvon Martin, and you're listening to KU Radio. Hi, I'm Wesley Ruff, ABC4 Sports Director. You're listening to KU Radio. Go Utes! What's up, DJ Felasia? This is Zach Arthur from New School. You're listening to OU Radio. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear and listen to OU Radio. live every Tuesday night from 6 to 9 p.m. or catch it after on demand at KUradio.org. And it hurts so good. Yes, hello. How are you? So good. It's good to see you. Oh, it is just so good to be in here. I miss uh, campus. Me too. I, I almost actually really do. I almost missed today. Why? Because I was in such a bad mood. <laughs> and then you laughed at? <laughs> so I was starting to do, uh, you know, stuff for the show today. Prepping, as they would say. Prepping. It's like a meal. And uh, we have Christian Piper coming in, one of the great comedians of Salt Lake City. I've never met him. I've never seen his show before. So, you know, I wanted to go watch some stuff. And boy, is he funny. Like, I am in such a good place in my life that I think I'm trying to find reasons to be angry. (laughs) And so I had that this morning. I just woke up pissed, like very angry. And I know why. But I, didn't, I don't like to be angry. Like, there's no reason to be, you have the day off, like, it's 1.30, it's beautiful. And so I turn on this Christian Piper, <laughs> and I just started chuckling. Which ones did you watch? And then I started giggling. Then <laughs> <laughs> you were full belly laughing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's why comedy is so much fun and such a great gift to human beings. It's the best medicine. It really is. <laughs> uh, I only watched, I watched... Like three or four of his videos. They're pretty good. He's tremendously funny. And so where I found him, because, you know, I I was Googling his name, just trying to find out what's going on. And I was having a hard time finding stuff on him, because I guess there's uh, a German from Germany. Thank you. Oh, Oh, it's good to be here. Technically, it's good to be anywhere at this weight. Uh, (laughs) Because I'm a big guy. I get it. Uh, you don't have to point it out to me in weird ways in public, but for some reason people still do that. I was on a plane the other day, I guess my elbow's in the aisle. The flight attendant walked by, she bumped it, she said, hey, watch out, big guy. <laughs> so I said, whatever you say, black lady. <laughs> We're just throwing around adjectives, let's do this. I can notice things too. <laughs> Now, I'm big, but I'm not a victim about it like a lot of other fat people are. Like, you hear fat guys all the time saying, oh, I'm trying to lose the weight, I just can't do it. 
I'm here to tell you the truth. We're not trying. <laughs> At all. That's why we look like this. Because we don't try ever. Like today, I went to McDonald's. Twice. <laughs> the first time was on purpose. I think the second was just a combination of road hypnosis and muscle memory. Uh, and I've done the math, right? Big people can eat a lot. And still, because of the sheer effort it takes to lug our bodies around, we burn enough calories to lose a lot of weight. Like, I can eat seven cheeseburgers a day and still burn enough calories to lose two pounds a week. I did the math. I can eat cheeseburgers all day long and lose 100 pounds a year. So the next time a fat guy tells you he's trying, you punch him right in the <laughs> Punch him right in the <laughs> And so that's provided from rooftopcomedy.com. And that's the greatest website I've ever seen because once I watched his four or five videos, then it's just all these other young comedians throughout the country. So I'm guessing that they have somebody at each club, films it, throws it to them, and they pop it up. It's phenomenal. There's just, I didn't even know there were that many. I just went on and looked at his. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, so <laughs> yeah. if you go up to the top, it will say, find a comedian, I believe. Yeah, find a comedian. And then so if you type in Jay Whitaker, you'll see him. If you type in Marty Archibald, you'll see him, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So <laughs> good work to the people at Rooftop Comedy. Best <laughs> website I've ever seen that's not porn. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry. It's better than Facebook. <laughs> it's better than porn. <laughs> so how was your weekend? It was good. I'm concerned about you. Every time I talk to you through text during the day, you're at a courthouse. You're not going through some court case, are you? No, I no. just work. <laughs> Every time I tell people, they're like, oh, yeah, I got to run, though. I got to be at the courthouse by, like, 9 a.m. They're like, wait, what? What's going on? Like, wh what are you there for? A speeding ticket? <laughs> no, nothing at all. Or they're like, where are you right now? I'm like, I'm just leaving the courthouse. I'll be home in, like, 10 minutes. Now I just say, like, I'm going to work. I'll be back from work. Because no one asks about work. Really? People ask about the courthouse, though. <laughs> do you get like, like were you there when someone got so do you have shot? lunch with like plaintiffs and defendants oh, and no. lawyers and judges and lawyers yeah and their assistants and their secretaries you have to go through a metal detector every time yuck yeah <laughs> and i have to walk to there from my work which doesn't seem like a lot but in the winter time you're in like heels and like office clothes then you have to like bundle but like look respectful respectable bundle not like a homeless person because you're still gonna walk <laughs> into the courthouse like that and supposed to be like so you have to wear like pea coats and stuff but you're not warm so you walk like the three blocks over yes and you're <laughs> freezing cold it's the worst and then the courthouse is cold and you're like i don't want to go in the snow again what kind of lawyer do you work for bankruptcy mostly yuck it's not a fun life just so do you get all these defor divorced couples coming in and, like, drug addicts and um, I gamblers? I don't see many people, but I talked. I mean, they come in when they have to provide, like, a copy of their Social Security or different things. But then just the people, like, the paralegals I work with and then the people I do talk to for whatever reason, it's not a fun place to be because the people who are talking to you don't want to talk to you <laughs> because we're mostly the trustee for the creditors so it's all the people who filed bankruptcy where we're collecting their assets 
<laughs> no one wants their car taken. <laughs> so it sucks. <laughs> but I've heard family law is more depressing, so. My car got towed once. Uh, you do? For, they said I missed a payment. And it was due, like, on July 3rd, which was a Friday. And they towed it on July 4th, on a Saturday. <laughs> it's like who tows a car on Independence Day? Yeah. Like where's my freedom here? He <laughs> jerks. It was the worst experience in the world because, you know, they already had it at auction. Inside of 24 hours, it was at auction. It had been detailed. It had like the chalk markers oh, on the window. They detailed it for you. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it looks really good. I Thanks. had to I'll pay for that. it <laughs> to yeah. get it back. One time Mitch's apartment where him and my brother lived once like four years ago his truck was parked in like the loading area where people would run groceries in and it was there for like two whole minutes while we ran up and it got towed one block down the street it was a well we came out and they were towing it and we were like you're gonna take it one block away we're here <laughs> they took it and it cost them like 200 bucks he was pissed not happy so i want to get rid of some business here before we go to break and have mr piper come in first of all i think we got like four emails on friday asking about where episode 68 was is that what episode we're on i think we're on 69 okay so last week last thursday with chris hollyfield and i uh, we have a tremendous server issue going on at the University of Utah with new firewalls, and it has completely dis- decimated uh, KU Internet Radio and the Crony here at the U. So we're having to figure out firewalls. So once we figured out that issue, then we were able to get the show loaded. But now I have to send the shows to our engineer to send them up until the problem gets fixed. So I'm hoping tomorrow that this day's show will be up Wednesdays, and then when Chris Hollyfield comes in on Thursday, that that show will get up in Friday. Hmm. Friday and Saturday is a good day to be someone in Salt Lake City. Stanford is coming in to play the Utes in baseball at Smith Field. This weekend? Yes, both days. Tickets are $5, $3 for children, and free for veterans. Friday, and I might have these color dates wrong, but Friday they are doing a blackout game. So the Utes are going to be in their black jerseys. And then I think they're doing a military day support the troop thing Mm -hmm. on Saturday. But if you've never been to Smith's Field where the Bees play to watch a Bees game or a Pac-12 game, go. It is take a girlfriend, take a date, take your kids. Is it free for students? I'm sure it is. I'm pretty sure it's free with your student ID. They didn't tell you that on on the Pac-12 network because that's not their business. Yeah. But, yeah, go. It's phenomenal. And then there's Lucky 13 right there, so you can get drunk and have great hamburgers, you know. (laughs) I had a really good burger there the other day. You like their food? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge – I just don't love burgers and stuff that much generally. But, like, in the summer, every so often, it's like, hits the spot. And I liked it fine. I felt a little gross after. (laughs) See, everyone I know says that that's one of the best burger joints in town. See, I liked it. And I'm picky, so. I make a better hamburger. Yes. Like, I'm I'm having a hard time going out to eat now that I have a backyard again and I can barbecue. Because I'm a better cook than most people. So have a barbecue. Last time we were going to have a barbecue, you and your girlfriends flaked. 
we never set a real time <laughs> and day. It was like one of those floaty, like, yeah, maybe Sunday. Oh, so I didn't speak the proper women ease to you. You didn't? No, because oh, women, yeah. women and there's men. There's a language. Yes, there's a language difference. Here's the thing. If you just say, yeah, sure, Sunday or something, we'll figure it out. Girls need a date. Guys are going to be late anyway, so they don't care if they <laughs> give you a time. Like, if you say Sunday, they'll come over <laughs> around food time in the early evening. Girls are like, what time do I need to start getting ready? Because I have a shower, and then I have to do my hair, pick an outfit, do my makeup, fix my hair again, fix my makeup, go. But I think with my next paycheck, I'm going to buy a big, huge smoker. And then I want to put a fill it with full of ribs and turkey oh. and chickens. And I think I want to have a KU party. <gasps> and then maybe we'll have some yes. listeners can come, too, if they tweet KU or something. We'll figure it yeah. out. But I, w- I just want to have a That's a better prize than everything, anything we've ever given. Hanging out with us. Yes. At a barbecue summer party. I want the cops to come by ab- about 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> you know, just a good old down. Midnight barbecue. Just a good party. Because, oh, what you do is you get up at 7 in the morning, you know, you crack a beer, and you get the <laughs> smoker going. And then you do a bunch of. I don't of even know what a smoker looks like. Oh, there are these big, long tubes. And. So on the smaller side of the tube, let's say the left side, that there's a place where you put your charcoal in or your wood in. Mm-hmm. You light it on fire, and then it connects to this big, long tube where you put your meats in, and it just tunnels the smoke through. Mm-hmm. And then you can... So it cooks real slow? Yeah, like you want it to be about 250 for 8 to 10 hours. So it's like cooking a turkey in the oven, but cooler and smokier and longer. And better, and most people don't know how to cook turkeys and they burn them and my dad is the best turkey maker see of all time see a lot of these men in this society are now uh brining their turkeys and shooting juices apple juice into the carcass brining is do you know brining is i think i've heard the word and read it before but i don't actually know the process so they take these big salts and vinegars and they make this liquid and then they put the turkey hole in it and let it sit 24 48 hours and so what it does is the salts kind of pull out all the toxins and the bloods and then the salts kind of get into the pores and keep everything in it, it comes from an old kosheru is that the same as like when you baste a turkey with the juices <laughs> i do that <laughs> my dad pulls out the turkey and then i use the squeezy Turkey baster, and I squeeze up the oils that are all around it, sure. and I put it back on so it stays moist. What a good cook you are. And then we put it back in. How cute. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and my dad puts stuffing inside of it. Cooking with bloom, I guess we'll call this seg- segment. Yes. <laughs> Brining with bloom. Brining. <laughs> Yuck. Turkey basting with the bloom. Oh, I like a good turkey baster. <laughs> I never to think of something better than cooking with bloom. And it's going to come during the show, and I'm going to be like, yes! Brining with bloom I is pretty good. Yeah, that's it's got not good bad. alliteration. We could get Guy Spice Fieri it up to do with something. Sasha. Oh, that sounds like a dating segment. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> like a sex tips yeah. hotline. Sexy time with Sasha. Sexy time. That's like a phone line. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Baking with bloom. Baking with bloom. <laughs> yeah. Yay. That's right. Okay. So So then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to break here. Let's play some commercials 
and hopefully by the time we get back, we have the great comedian Christian Piper. Christian Piper at 6.30? Yes. All right. We will be right back. We appreciate you. I've got one. I've got one. Yeah, I've got one. My one reason for donating plasma? To make sure that patients like my son have long, healthy lives. My reason? To help my family. It's something I can do to show I care about my community. There are millions of reasons to donate plasma. You only need one. Donate today by visiting Biomat, Plasma Care, or Talacris Plasma Resources, one of our Griffles companies. New donors can earn up to $360 this month, 630 West North Temple and 38 East 800 South, Salt Lake City. Becca, I met the most beautiful girl in the world today on campus. I so want to ask her out, but I'm flat broke. Can you loan me some money, please? Sasha, I could, but I'd rather see you mature and grow up. Save your money so that when you need it, you have it. Who's going to help me achieve that goal? The Personal Money Management Center at the University of Utah. At the Personal Money Management Center, they'll show you how to create a personalized budget, help you plan tuition and student loan payments, and even evaluate potential job offers. It's so tough being responsible. I think I'll give Personal Money Management Center a call. What's their number? 801-585-7379. If that's too hard, you can even check out their website at personal-money-management.utah.edu for more details. Financial freedom and a hot date are only a click away. Thursday, June 5th at the Infinity Event Center in Salt Lake City. YG presents the My Crazy Life Tour featuring Utah's own Ziga and Bentley. KU Radio wants to hook you up with two tickets to the concert. Just listen in on Wednesday, June 4th at noon for your chance to win from KU Internet Radio. From the Purple Mountains and the Valley of Smoke, this is All You Radio. This is Rebecca from All You Radio. Tune in to hear the show live every Tuesday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Or catch the show on demand at KUradio.org. out here yeah we uh, wanted we kind of felt like you guys needed a little more music today <laughs> so we were like yeah let's just play it for a half an hour actually it feels like uh anytime i'm supposed to go on a date with a girl and i'm being stood up <laughs> and anxiously waiting for my <laughs> guest to appear so come on christian piper <laughs> but here's the most beautiful thing about it, like it tickles my soul, my doom and gloomness of OU Radio, is we've signed Johnny McKeon, former co-host of OU Radio, to be the executive producer of OU Radio. You know, because we've got two shows, we have a lot of on-air talent, and you know we're becoming a booked show where people want to come in. I'm lazy. Sasha's busy. Well. It's- and Johnny called me at like 11.30. Dude, like I really think I can contribute now. Like let's get the ball rolling. 
I said, good, why don't you start booking the show? When Jay Whitaker came in two weeks ago, he was talking about how funny Christian Piper was. I said, so that was in my head. I was like, we got to get him. And then I saw that he's playing this weekend at Ogden. Whether he comes in or not, go up there. He's hilarious. And I was like, he's pretty funny. He's, he's damn funny. <laughs> he's really funny. <laughs> so Johnny goes, I said, hey, can you book Christian for, you know, this Tuesday? He goes, yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I have no it's number. It's debut. I have no number to call Mr. Piper because my booker, my executive producer, has not given me a phone number to keep in contact with these guests. Oh, guys. But I'm really starting to get the feeling that this might not happen. Did yeah. you, now? I usually leave a restaurant after a half hour. <laughs> I have like a stood up protocol. Just kidding. I don't get stood up that often. No, you don't. Anymore. <laughs> Wait, you got stood up once? No, I'm just kidding. I have been stood up once. Really? Yeah. Freshman year of college. Whoa, by yes. a guy? Y- <laughs> no, a woman. <laughs> like a girl would stand me up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, by a guy. That's good visual imagery there. But I wasn't anywhere like public. <laughs> I was waiting to be picked up. How sad. And then like the next day, he was like, oh, yeah, we kind of started partying. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> thanks. Was he like Bye. a good looking guy? I don't. Whoa. 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 <laughs> uh, that was my light bulb going off, realizing <laughs> that he never was. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, no, not really. But he had the nerve to ask you out. And you said yes. Why did you, why did you say yes to this pot smoking, <laughs> PBR drinking <laughs> misfit? It was the Christmas season. (laughs) 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 It was Christmas. It was supposed to be like a big group, like ice skating kind of thing. Because it was like Christmas time down before City Creek opened, like at the gateway, everyone would go and then walk over to Gallup. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So I got duped. Yeah. Kind of like we're being duped. Yeah. I remember how this feels. (laughs) (laughs) I really kind of enjoy it. Like I, I, because we've had such a... string of fantastic yeah, guests we've been so good you guys you're lucky and we've never had this issue and see now i'm getting concerned too because it looks like all the rich people are on campus listening to some type of singing event like in the union building fox 13's here yeah. and the whole parking lot is now getting filled oh really yeah good thing i parked at the other one yeah, but I wonder about Christian because maybe he, he's in there singing. Like they, ra- they're like, he's like, "Is this where I'm supposed to be?" And they were like, "Yeah, are you the usher?" And he's like standing there and like a he just starts emceeing like emceeing. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, cool! I had no idea they were bringing me here for oh, this." Oh, he's probably doing 45 minutes downstairs. Yeah, he's like cracking everyone up. Oh yeah, we've had some good comedians though. So I just noticed that the jazz completely failed again. In the lottery. lottery. They're picking number five for any of you that haven't noticed. And the Cavaliers are number one. So I think in the last three years they've had two number ones and a number two or a number three. Something ridiculous. And LeBron James is a free agent now. Does he go back to Cleveland? How great would that be? (laughs) I've been trying to watch basketball. On another note, Philly got third. Is that what you said? Yes. Are you a Philadelphia 76ers fan? Only like kind of like the way you have to love all your kids, but you have a favorite. Like, I love okay. all the Philly stuff, but it's only because I feel obligated. It's like a soft spot. 
See, now you're bringing the Philadelphia 76ers into the mix, which brings up a familiar name to fill in the blank and OU Radio. Mr. Zachary Arthur of New School. Sorry, breaking Oh, news. let me read this here. Message from Johnny? Ap- Piper Comedy. On my way now, I was told 7.30. Hmm. <laughs> Reply to him and say we'd love to have him in at 7.30. But as Johnny McKeon knows, we do interviews from 6.30 to 7.30. We don't... We try not to go out too late because... We just don't need to. Like, it, yeah. it get going that late because we have to be out of here before 9. I love that Johnny failed in this boogie. Like, it tickles me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> On the day of his debut and everything. Oh, well, this is how we roll at OU Radio. <laughs> we make it spectacular. See... I should have just tweeted him at 6.30 when he wasn't here. Yeah. But you know what? I will stick around because he's one of the funniest men I've ever seen. And I really want to know if he does voiceover work. I want to know if he's from a Jewish bloodline. I want to know if he's a rabbi. Because he has that cantering voice, that cantillation voice. You know, where the opera voice... Let's make him sing. Should we? Let's make, we have this funny thing that we do with all the com- the comedians that come in, and um, we make them sing a little bit. <laughs> what do you want to sing? And then we'll like during a break, we'll spend time getting the like the track for it. Carry on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> funny is, news. Did you? This is the greatest fail I've ever seen from Johnny McKeon. Like, this is him yawning, like, in This studio. is him yawning <laughs> as the exec producer. Do you think that he wanted to come back and executive produce that so he could oh. bring us down? He's is trying this, to kill is us. Is he sabotaging us? I think maybe. No, Johnny's too sweet. I hope so. <laughs> well, he can only do better. Better. He can only go up from here. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's stunning. He's come to my house. We sat down at my table. We wrote stuff out. You guys hung out? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. And so he came over. We had this long, beautiful, hey, how you doing? It's been so long. I'm super excited to collaborate with you on ideas, on booking. And he's completely hashtag failed. <laughs> oh, Jay Mickey, Jay Mickey. And so... I mean, I could have played another hour of music. I'm not opposed to this. <laughs> but I think talking about Johnny McKeanisms is even better. <laughs> uh, Christian Piper is coming ASAP. So? So now does he have parking? Are we going to have to deal with, like, Yikes. parking? He'll find one. I hope so. Maybe we could not. pull the fire bell. Yeah. Get all these people yeah. out of here. Yeah. I'll <laughs> go down there and, like, make a mockery of it all. And then people will storm out. and then Or... We could just be like, forget the show. Let's go get burgers, Christian. And then we'll just let him make us laugh privately. We could streak the show. We could what? Streak the show. What's that mean? Streaking? Like naked? Yeah. 
no one sees us on radio. No, downstairs. Oh, I was I like, um, let's just clean. talking naked in here. <laughs> That'd be awkward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> would... Streak the show downstairs. So Howard Stern used to bring in porn stars all the time, and they would get naked and what? do interviews. Yeah. And like ride sled beans and stuff. How do you... That would seem very awkward to like be interviewed naked. Like, what if... Uh, <laughs> but like also... What if you're in the middle of, like, an actual, like, you get into a serious topic where you're, like, really passionate and, like, <laughs> talking about some cool stuff and you realize, like, you're just sitting there naked. Well, that was the creepy thing about some it. of those interviews is, like, you know, he'd get into this whole spiel with the strippers and stuff. So, have you been molested? Have you been raped? And, they're like, and there was this one show where this girl's completely naked and she starts crying about, like, how she was molested as a little girl. And it was captivating radio because it was so awkward and uncomfortable. But could you imagine being in studio and <laughs> something like that was going on? Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> heavens. So welcome Goodness aboard, gracious. Johnny McKeon. Yeah, welcome, Johnny. I'm going to be nice to you and let you continue your job. <laughs> but this is strike one with a, <laughs> with a 97 mile an hour fastball wheezing by your ear by a Justin mm-hmm. Verlander. And uh, you will get the curveball on the next pitch you and the hard get three cutter. Strikes, my yes, sir. <laughs> you only get three. <laughs> it couldn't have happened in a better way. Like, Gosh, I know. <laughs> Gumshoe Bloom's got his eye on you. Speaking of, let's let's chop some more shop Are you here. So popular right now. We have Dakota Force, who's absent. I would like to offer any comedians that would like to come in and co-host with either Chris and I or Beck and I on Tuesday and Thursdays between 7.30 and 8.30. So if you'd like a chair once a week to talk news, to just sit in and do great radio, I am opening up a spot. Dakota's going to have to earn this position back. He's missed five of seven shows. Now here's the other problem. He drove 18 hours to do a show. And that goes a long way with me. And so does our 12-year friendship. <laughs> you're like, forget that, that whole thing. No. That no, part I'm, where you're... F- no, this is business. We're trying to conduct a great radio product for our audience. And the inconsistencies don't work for me. We don't like it here. No. So any female, male, transgender comic who would like to read news and do jokes and be part of the team, we have a spot. You have to be as funny as me. <laughs> and it's good looking. As Sasha. <laughs> no. See, no, that that's, that's a dangerous preces- precedent, ma'am. <laughs> no one will, will never find anyone. <laughs> They'll be like, we're sorry. You just don't fit the look. You don't really have the face for radio. <laughs> don't have the face for radio. You've got a beautiful face a m- only a mother could love. <laughs> I wonder how moms feel when they have really horrendously... Do um, they know? Because I understand, like, when you love someone enough, you might you not even really realize the glaring horrendicities. <laughs> Hor- <laughs> wow, and you have a degree from I a back school. I could not do it. <laughs> but, like, I've seen babies that, like, I love babies. I love almost all babies. I'll hold your babies. I'll change your baby's diapers. Like, I would be happy to. But even I can realize when, like, that's an ugly baby. By society standards, like, your baby's not cute. <laughs> Scary. 
Are you going to have children? You seem like you'd be a phenomenal mother. Of course I'm going to have kids. How many? Because you come from a huge family. So I realized I'll probably have to compromise because I used to set my minimum at seven. <laughs> well, you're a little late on that, ma'am. <laughs> but I've now realized I would be fine with three of my own and then adopting at least one or two. Get busy, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting any younger <sighs> so let's see you're 22 you'd deuce, have deuce 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 <laughs> deuce, deuce. <laughs> double deuces oh she's getting thug up in here yeah i know <laughs> how far would you space these children apart really close I think. so like irish twins do you know what that term no. is <laughs> So that's when you have a one and two year old. Oh, yeah. So within like two months of having this a child. This is my idea, I'll tell you. Kay. I want twins to begin with. You're picky. I'm just, this is like, in <laughs> like if I could write my life like a book. Yes. Twins. Well, here's what, before you go there, with one partner or are you going to have multiple partners for kids? Because I know in this culture, a lot of women like to have kids with a bunch of different men. Yeah, I will just keep one. Smart decision. <laughs> I think I'll just have the one. Get the big brains on that. Uh, <laughs> two. I want twins. Twins. Boy, girl, twins. Yeah. And then another baby, like one or two years after, of whatever gender. God so gives me. With Fafa finger. Yeah. And then, it would be fun to have two more. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind adopting. And then if I adopted, it would just be like whatever baby called to me or child so or adolescent you, or you whatever. Go outside of the country for adoption. Because um, I just read that there's 21 million people on planet Earth in indentured servitude. Right? That's a that. shocking number. I don't know. I mean, I think, it, I think I would like to maybe adopt like even like a little Thai baby. From an orphanage there? Did you hear what's going on in Thailand right now? No. And Martial I... law. Yeah. Yeah, there's a the military coup going on. Yeah, I've known about that stuff. And they're saying it's not, but the spectacular thing about what's going on over there is they're saying this is like the fourth coup that's happened since around the there Vietnam was, era. Oh, yeah. There was one, like, a year that we went to visit one big... Like, this same thing was just starting with the same prime minister guy it was like the start of all of this it was in like 2007 i believe hmm. but no i didn't know that i want to adopt babies can we do a show from thailand yeah, yeah. well can you send us i'll send us you i know? got a credit card yeah i have a credit card I got a and microphone. the credit line will get me a flight oh <laughs> Instead of going to see David Grisman and doing that interview in Washington. Let's just go to Thailand. Yes. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Do you have a passport? Yes. Good. Yes. Yeah, we'll and go I find my baby to adopt. Yay. How mad would Mitch be if he just came back with like six adopted kids? I'm like, honey, <laughs> I what found the little ones. So we should get planned parenthood in this to teach you how to get ready for motherhood. And you, do you want more babies? Okay, I won't do it the way... See, I'm starting to get old now. I'd have to start popping them out here soon. You want one or two? Seven? Hey, if I met a reasonable enough woman that loved me so much that would want to have more children with me... You just give them to her. And I create a great seed. Like, 
My son is. Let's cut that. Let's okay. cut that if you're there for future shows. I'm making a note right here. So when you edit, you're like, oh, yeah, let's go back and cut that. Uh, uh, yeah. No, he's very he's very tall. He's very How good looking. I've never met your little baby that's not a baby and is closer to my age than <laughs> you are. <laughs> that's not true. Really? How old is he? 11. Oh, for some reason I thought he was like 14. Yeah, you're not 19. <laughs> like I learned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get this beautiful lady asking to hang out with me, and I was like, "Wait, my son's seven years younger than you." <laughs> Is that illegal? <laughs> but see, if I were like in the in the ecstasy scene, in the coke scene, it'd be completely. N- you know, if I were a drug dealer or an athlete or a musician, she'd still be all over me and wouldn't care. Yeah. But strictly because. She likes me for my mind. It's a it's a repulsive thing. Double she liked st- your beard too. Double standard in this society. <laughs> it was the beard. It was the beard. Let's be real. Yeah, I don't even call what I have a beard. Everyone says I have a beard. I think it's a go goatee or like a Fu Manchu. It's like a. It's a mess. <laughs> it's like a goatee, but a big goatee. It's like a beard tee. I'm thinking about getting rid Go-tiered. of it. Goateered. I'm thinking about getting rid of it. Shaving it all. That'd yeah. be so cool. I'm thinking about... Because I've never even seen your arms before, actually. But the weather's <laughs> nice, and I'm like, he's not wearing I'm a sweatshirt. I'm getting a little tan, too. I've been gardening all week. <laughs> Pulling lawn or sod is, like, the toughest thing in the world because it's so heavy. Mm-hmm. I remember then, hating mulch. And then you have to, like, pull all the worms out individually and, like, make sure that they're safe. And it's just been an ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a beautiful garden. You have now. to pull all the worms out. Yeah, because so our trash cans, you know, you're not supposed to load hundreds of pounds in so that the truck can take it up. Yeah. So I shake, you know, you have to crumble up some of the dirt that's under it and loosen it up so it's not as heavy. Yeah. And worms are really good for a garden. Ah, so yeah. you're like finding the worms and keeping them. Yeah. We used to go hunting for worms in South Dakota. My dad would wake us up on like a rainy night. Oh, for fishing. Yeah. Yeah. On like rainy nights, we'd be so excited because it like, well, it felt like midnight, but it was probably like 9 p.m. (laughs) My dad would be like, come on, guys, we're finding night crawlers. And we'd each grab like a flashlight and a little bucket my mom would give us. And then we'd run around and like pull them. And he'd be like, you have to pull them slow or you'll tear them in half. And so we'd have to like. Yes. And one of my brothers had like the clumsiest hand. He'd just like smash them and clip them in half every time. So did you know that. Worms are both male and female. Mm. One half is male, one half is female. And that if they get cut in half, they're perfectly fine. Then do they become male and female again? I believe so. I had to do a big study in my freshman year of college on worms and give like a 20-minute presentation on worms. So really my brother was helping them to, like, procreate. Why not? (laughs) I'll, I'll buy that. I love night crawlers. Is that what they're called, like, to normal people everywhere? Or was that a thing my dad made up? So I think that that's, a, that's the fishing name for them. Oh. But I think there's a specific breed of worm that's a little bit plumper, hmm. a little bit longer. It might actually be a developmental age. But I'm not a worm expert. <laughs> Do you remember that game Earthworm Jim? Yes. <laughs> Where he throws his head yeah. and he like is jumping around like junkyards <laughs> and he like latches on to like a chain and then he like swings down and jumps on tires and they bounce him and all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> Earthworm Jim was the best. 
I loved that game. Do you fish still? Uh, well, no, because I don't know where to go now, and I've been in college. But when I go home once in a while, we'll go to like Enterprise, and go fishing down there, or just a little. Do pond. you fly fish or do you use a reel? I just use a reel. My dad used to fly fish. I remember we went to Yellowstone once, and I was too young to be taught, and I got real sad because I didn't get to learn. Mitch, if you're listening, you should take your beautiful girlfriend to the middle part of the Provo River, kind of above Park City. You can fish? Oh, there's great fishing, and oh. it's romantic, and it's pretty, it's, and it's... Can you get in, like, a little boat? No, because you're, you're on oh. a small... But if you, it's right off of Jordan Reservoir, so, but you can go in the reservoirs and rent boats, and you can do that. You sh- Becca can... Make you a nice picnic. Yes, I'm so basket. good at picnics. I love picnics. You're so good at picnics. I could do sandwiches and chips and veggies all day. Do you know? <laughs> like little veggie plates. Yes. You know? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fun. Where are you, Christian Piper? He's <laughs> I know, but I can only talk about worms for so long. <laughs> We could always go back to Johnny McKeon bashing. I know, Johnny. <laughs> I wonder if he's listening. He should be. Johnny, if you're oh, listening, I doubt text he, Sasha. See, this is the tell-all. He'll say he listened later, maybe. Kay. If you're listening, text Sasha a heart right now. Yes. You would think that an executive producer would be listening to every second of their show. Yeah. You would have thought that 10 minutes of light bashing I did on him... <laughs> Would have been enough to send me an apology. To send Christian an apology. Oh, man. He's not listening. Johnny. He's probably, let's see. Johnny. What would Johnny be doing right now? It's got to have two things. Yawning. Eating. A recliner and eating. But like semi-healthy stuff. But like so much of it that's not healthy anymore. (laughs) Because that's what I do. Oh, what's your binge food? I like queso and chips. I love nachos, like just like dipping queso and like tortilla chips oh, or like the plain ruffles. But the horrible cheese. The horrible crap Tostitos. The stuff. Like salsa con queso in a little jar. Oh yeah, I love queso and chips. Do you heat it up? If it, yeah, uh, no. Do you know how to make guacamole? Yeah, really good. So it's just like such a pain. Avocado, some cilantro, some tequila, some tomatoes. And you mix them all and together. And then you gotta get some of those green chilies. Sure, you can use uh, some serranos. I love guacamole. <laughs> guacamole. I'll do the guac if we have a picnic. You gotta put some lemon in there so it doesn't brown. I'll put lemon. I always put lemon. <laughs> it still browns though. I don't know how to stop it. Oh, more acids. I love queso. <laughs> I've gotten like, you know those little jars that are about like as tall oh, as hold a on, can hold on hold on did he text you i just got a text from johnny mccann i don't have his number i texted him at 6 49 it's 7 24 wow is that a late response from your executive producer somehow i have a feeling that once he hears that this tomorrow clear. night that we're not going to have an executive producer oh, crap. which is fine by me yeah i guess <laughs> He'll hear it? How? Is he going to go listen? He's supposed to. Our friend! <laughs> so let's pop the break real quick. We'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back. This is OU Radio for KU Internet Radio, and we appreciate you. 
I'm ABC4 Utah's Nadia Crow on KUTE Radio, radio for students by students. Rebecca from Old Ute Radio. Tune in to hear the show live every Tuesday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Or catch the show on demand at KUradio.org. Yes, Johnny did not fail us after all. Not miserably, anyway. We have the great Christian Piper in. Hello, good sir. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. Hello. I was on my way here, and people were just texting me saying, why aren't you on? Why aren't you on? They're talking all kinds of crap about you. They're saying you're a horrible person, that you're a flake. They were like, never see him. They're, they're telling people not to go to your show. They're telling people to protest your show. And I'm like, I got to get there. I don't know what's going on here. First of all, I have too much respect for Keith Stubbs to ever say that. Second of all. He, he commands respect. Yes. I yeah, yeah. I need to figure that one out. <laughs> so... Johnny McKeon, he, we just announced for the first time that he's our executive producer, and I'm not getting over this bashing that he's going to take. <laughs> we're going to get him till he's bruised. Just so know? that we're on the record here, so that when he re-listens tomorrow and brings it up to me, what time did he tell you to come in? I, I had a very clear message. He said 7.30, not a second before. He said if you show up early... They, they will crucify you. They won't even let you on the air. They don't want. They don't want you there when they're doing their pre-show press. Let's just say we're really picky. They have to put, get their makeup put on. They have to, you know, go through costuming. And so he told me to get here right at seven thirty sharp for a one-hour uh, interview. So that's what I did, and apparently that was wrong. <laughs> apparently that was wrong on Johnny McKeon's part. Yes. Johnny. It's a good Big guy. Mickey. Not good at telling you what time to be on the show, though. We're He's good at other on things. This. So He's good at other things. If we hate him, you hate him, too. That's how this goes. <laughs> we also don't like the color blue. That's a little extreme, the hate part. For now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate nothing and no one. So you no. were, do you have an agent? I do not have an you agent. You do not have an agent. No. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> I know that you do a YouTube show and that it's... Uh, you, you said you're not doing it right now, but yeah. it's, it's still up there. It's tremendously funny. You we're had on hiatus is what we're on. You had guests <laughs> come in. Yeah. So if you had a booker, which is quite a gift to have someone book your show, mm-hmm. and they did what he <laughs> did, do you do you say don't let it happen again, or do you give them the old? Do you trump him? I fire him right away. <laughs> trump. I fire him. I poison his relationship. I uh, I turn his, his whole family, family against oh, him. Oh yeah. Yeah. I start dating his mom. You cut the brakes in his car. (laughs) That's what I start doing. I make his life. I make his life horrible. I just make him wish he was never born. (laughs) What if you start dating his dad? That might get him worse. I'm I'm on board either way. I mean, this isn't about love. It's about spite. It's about spite. So the 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 hate center knows what the hate center wants. That's what. (laughs) And the giggles begin. (laughs) Well. I love you, Johnny McKee and Big Mickey, so 
We the, got the, him soft after being so mean. We're going to give him two strikes, though. We're going to elevate this from one strike to two strikes, just off the top of the bat. Yeah. Because now our good guest, one of the funniest men in the state of Utah, oh, goodness. gets pressured by having to hear us talk about scheduling. Yeah, I, I, I have to come in here. I get the sour looks the second I open the door. Oh, yeah. Like I did something wrong. I spit in your water. I didn't oh. tell you, but I spit in it. I knew it tasted good. I, um, <laughs> I knew it tasted No, all the guys that are on the show will be jealous that you spit in my water. They're all like, they're all like that girl. Uh, Ooh, Marty. Shut Marty's clenching his fist at you. Yeah. Why didn't she do it shout to out, me? Shout out to Marty Archibald out there, ladies' man extraordinaire. You guys. Barely a human, mostly robot. Barely human. Did he even talk when he was here? He <laughs> just said, uh, That's my Marty Archibald right there. Ask me a question about there. anything. Here we go. Do you like pigs? Oh, what's the, I don't know. What's the difference? I mean, it's just a pig. What, 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 like, I guess they're okay, I guess. People who listen to that show won't be giggling with us, too. Everyone else is like, who? Yeah, exactly. Who? I said that because of those squishy pigs behind you. Oh, they're squishy pigs. <laughs> they're like stress balls. I got one now. We bring them for the guests in case it gets too stressful in here. It is. I already, I'm already regretting that it's call. It's kind of a forearm workout, too. Yeah, it is. This is good. Have you ever I didn't spit done radio before? Uh, I have not done it. I mean, I've been on the You're radio great. as a guest, but I've never... You have the greatest voice in the world. Do you want to host with so? us? Oh, thank you. I have a question for thank you. Thank you very much. Are you Jewish, or do you have Jewish ancestry into you? Um, if you ask the, the patriarch a mistake, I do. But uh, <laughs> no, no in, no, in real life, I don't. That's fantasy. That's um, no, I, I don't. I don't believe. I'm, I'm German, so um, I don't think... Yeah, but not the the Jew side of Germany. There's a large sect <laughs> the of Jewish side, Jew, Jewry that um, Jewry fits all of your your personality with the voice, with the beard, with the barreled chest, and I wonder if you're Speaking not. Speaking of Jews, yes. Did you guys see all that Macklemore stuff? No, did he get in trouble? On Friday night, he dressed up like straight up a stereotypical. Jew, like, like acidic, offensive. like modest Yahoo style. Or? Oh, no, he was so offensive looking. And then <laughs> they called him out on it. Yeah. And like, I think uh, Seth Rogen was like tweeting at him and all this know. stuff. And Malcolm Moore was like, all I got was a fake witch's nose, a wig, <laughs> some glasses. Like, I, it was a random costume. I just love dressing up. And people were like, seriously, for real? And so I guess he issued an apology, but there was this whole like, ordeal where he was trying to pretend like he had no clue and if you look up the video in the pictures so i just typed in macklemore jew right on google and you get all this anti-semitic uh stuff macklemore anti-semitic get up but there's actually a video huh you gotta look at the picture in the video of him performing so he apologized he i haven't looked at the official apology but i did read some of the pre-apology things he said which were like Basically saying that he should not be blamed because he didn't mean to, and hopefully he apologized for being a really bad rapper <laughs> while he was at it. Like, <laughs> hopefully he just made a blanket apology for his like, music. Sorry, I also, suck. Yeah, I guess he was like, if you if you need to know about me, just look at like the things I stand for and the things oh, I do, and like yeah. you'll know that that wasn't <laughs> oh, in my boy. heart. Have you did you see the picture? See oh oh heavens, <laughs> look it up right now. Oh, it's like so easy to find. Oh goodness, Macklemore. <laughs> Oh, so how do you go from trying to bring tolerance and equality for the LGBT to like community a- to bashing the Jewish peoples? 
Oh, I can't hmm. believe I mean, it. You know, not all not all minority groups get along. Uh, so, I mean, what are you going to do? No, I think I, I can see like I can see that that was maybe a mistake on his part. It's like kind but of. But here's funny. the thing: there's like all kinds of people that are paid money to be around him and to like keep him successful. And those people should have dude. Been who like, it's like yeah, like a publicist. It's like the Miley Cyrus, uh, Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus stuff. Like, who's back there being like, you should do that at yeah. the MTV Music Video Awards? But like, see, you I, should do that. I'm one. not seeing a yarmulke. I'm not seeing the tzitzits or the long hair that comes from the ears. The but that's not a, a random short. costume. Yeah, I, I'm giving I'm giving him a pass. Yeah. Right here, Macklemore pass. Boom. The official I'm not. Christian Piper pass. <laughs> Macklemore gets it. He's good to go. Uh, now, about I his music, no pass. he's horrible. He's like... He's like if Drake was dumber, um, like if Drake was dumber. somehow even dumber, then you get Macklemore. Drake. I think Drake is horrific. No, yeah, he's bad. I was in Seattle. He looks good. <laughs> he looks good. I, 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 what a kiss. I, yeah. I saw on Facebook someone was like, "I was watching Drake, and my mom walked by and was like, isn't he in a wheelchair, <laughs> like from Degrassi?'" Macklemore is just created to make Drake look like a better rapper yeah, and like a tougher person. Essentially. Like, he's just like, everything that Drake would be if there wasn't a Macklemore is what Macklemore is. So, I'm watching this, and I would say that Macklemore is anti-Semitic, not anti-Jewish, huh. in that I think his he's more mocking what the Muslim men and real old Jewish men from Palestine area look like. Not so much the Sephardic Jew or the Hasidic Jew. But there is some anti-Semitism there. I'll take there is some it. intent, is all I'm saying. I just don't buy his crap. Like, I just got, like, a witch's nose and, like, a wig <laughs> and, like, some funny a suit. Like, bullshit, Macklemore. I've seen you work stupider stuff than that in, like, the thrift shop video. But uh, he got his name out there, even on... Well, you, right. Right. Yeah, I guess he was We're getting talking old. talking about him. <laughs> he was getting old, and he was like, I gotta do something. Have you guys talked about him on this show before? No. Well, there you go. Only when I sing him. He's like, I need to get that old Ute radio uh, market penetration. Only way I can do that? Dress up like a oh, you old know Jewish person. She did do a mashup song that has like 15,000 hits to it. It was three Macklemore songs. Yeah, you're up oh. to 13,000. Don't, don't do it again. Why? <laughs> I'm so mad I'm not right laughing. now. It's good. I'm not Shut laughing up. at it. I'm laughing at your reaction to it. She's got 13,000 listeners on her like page, but she gets mad when I play it. I do. 13,000? Yeah. I would kill for that kind of press, right? following. Yeah, I'd, I'd bust my butt and I can't get Twitter followers. Yeah, I go to her and say, hey, can we put a tag on the comments about that you do a radio show to get these. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, no. I haven't put up another video since like November. She's trying to keep the world separate is what it is. Nuh-uh. <laughs> She's ashamed of one. I'm not going to say which one it is. It's this one. It's yeah. not the radio. It's the stuff that's happening right now. I think it's good. Now I feel bad because you're, you're covering uh, Macklemore and I'm just coming in here talking trash on his music. You should see a I think this is, is better than him. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's much If I looked TV. like that, I'd have 13,000 <laughs> followers, too. I mean, come on. It's a joke. I have oh, to, like, bring my mic way down <laughs> here so I don't have to look at anybody. High five. Yeah, right there. In the studio, <laughs> high five. 
You've completely creeped her out. I apologize. Hey, nothing creepy here. I, I'm just like... Teamwork. We already talked about worms today, so it's only fitting. <laughs> so how did you get into comedy? What made you oh, goodness. want to be um, funny? Well, uh, or like, present your funniness? I think I, I, I was a fan of comedy, like, but not... St- I'd never seen a live stand-up show, but I watched... You know, the Comedy Central Presents ever since I was a kid. I watched Carlin's Priors, Cosby's, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I never thought that those were, like, that, that there was, like, a path to becoming that. I thought, like, Carlin was just all of a sudden Carlin. <laughs> and, like, he knew someone. And it's like, here, let's do this HBO special or whatever. But um, I, I started listening to podcasts, comedy podcasts, WTF, Mark Marin. Mm-hmm. Um, Comedy Bang Bang, Scott Ackerman. Comedy um, Bang Bang is the funniest thing. I'm sorry. It's really good. I it's really great. love it. The TV show's fantastic, too. And a bunch of others. And then I, I just started hearing them talk about, you know, how they, Mark Marin would talk to someone about how they started doing comedy. And it was always like, I was just some idiot, you know. Like I, just, <laughs> I just had this dumb job, and I just went I to an open mic. That. Yeah. I was just uh, some dumb idiot. Mark Marin came here in February of... 2011, I think, three years ago. Hmm. And uh, that was the first stand-up show I ever went to. And I went, he did like two and a half hours. Um, it was amazing. And I signed up for open mic the next week and came and I just loved it and haven't stopped. So, so. you started right around the time with Jay Whitaker then? Uh, yeah, he had started a little bit before me. But, but uh, yeah. How fast you guys are going up in the comedy scene is pretty respectable. Well, yeah, and, and a lot of that has to do with... Um, Salt Lake City being a community that really helps young comics. Yes. Really, you accelerate your career way faster here than you do in most markets, even of this size. Like, you know, the fact that I opened for Mark Marin like a year ago with two years of comedy experience is a joke. Like, no one gets to do that except for here because uh, Keith Stubbs believes in you and, and gives you the chance to prove yourself. And I really appreciate that. So I'm, it's really lucky to be here. But, I mean, if you work hard and you're funny, then this is a place where you can really succeed. He's almost like a great professor or mentor where he really encourages his students to reach for their maximum capabilities. Yeah, and he, he, he just, like, like I said, he really gives you the chance, and it's sink or swim with you. He'll put people up, you know, that have no business being on stage, <laughs> let them see what they can do, and a lot of them wash out. But he also... Uh, you know, really supports those that support the club and try hard and work hard at it, that are serious about it. Because that's one of the hard things about comedy is that people start and they stop. They're doing it as a hobby. They do it to impress the people at work or they're a girl they're trying to date, and then they quit. So you tell me they're not serious enough about exactly. comedy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're not serious about, about being funny. Being funny. And, and that's what it takes. It takes, yeah. like, a commitment and a willingness to work hard because it's horrible. It's a horrible experience a lot of the time. You go to rooms and there's nobody there and you have to get up on stage, talk to two people who are staring you in the face and you have to get off that stage getting no laughs and say, well, that's something that I don't mind doing again. And that's, <laughs> that takes a weird, stupid kind of person. And you just have to be that kind of person, I think, is what it is. But. Have you ever thrown an application out for doing voiceovers for animated movies and but like with Pixar and Disney and stuff. I have not, but you're you making really me feel should. like you should. I should. Yeah. Yes. Oh wow. No, there's. I should. No, there. Even I, the way you said that was so animated. If <laughs> I knew anybody, I, I don't know anybody, but boy, do you have a great voice. Well, get to know some people. You <laughs> could Come be on. like it. Come on, dummy. Manage me. I need to manage. I feel like a sweet little. You want like Johnny McKeon to executive no. produce you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we give him Show a glowing, my a glowing an hour late. recommendation. <laughs> 
Love you, Johnny. Johnny. For real, though, Johnny, you can represent me if you want. For real, though. No, well, I appreciate that, guys. I mean, I've always thought that I I hated my... You always hate your voice when you hear it. Those first... Remember when you were a kid and you first listened to recordings of yourself? You're like... I sound like an idiot. I feel like my voice is really nasally. Nasally? That's how I feel. Everyone? I, I thought you were saying, yes, yes, your voice is nasally. <laughs> I was like, no. And, and I, I really, I whistle on my S's a little bit, if you can hear that. Like, there's just a little too much whistling on the S's. But that's correctable. And, um, yeah. That's correct. So I, I need someone to teach me. Can you teach me? Yes. So can here's, you teach me how to? Here's how to, what I'm going to do. I know a lot of kids in the, is it the EAE program? Mm, yeah. And they do video games, and they're the number one program in the country for making oh, wow. animated short video games and stuff. I'm going to get you in touch with them to see if you can do a voiceover or a caricature for one of them, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. We'll be your manager. Dreams are being made here tonight on All You see, Radio. This is where your woo! dreams come true. I want you on the next Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen up, Johnny. I got a job for you. I heard from old, old Slim that you know how to swing a pipe. Let's see. Is that is that bad? Is that like a dirty thing? I don't know. I, I don't mean, know either. I did not intend that. Uh, we have to cut this out. I apologize. Bleep it all. No, you're good. I want to be one of the voices. Yes. Are there girls? I've never played. Really? Yeah, there are girls. A uh, lot of, lot of uh, prostitutes yes. on that game. A lot of uh, <laughs> dancers of various types. Professional um, dancers. Yes. The angry grandmas when you hit them on the sidewalks. Oh, be an angry grandma. Act like someone just hit you with a crowbar. Ow. Yeah, there you go. Just kidding. Just pull that. Just pull that clip. And just play that. Ow. That's what I'll do. Did you ever do theater as a young man? Uh, I was uh, I was Scrooge in my eighth grade presentation of A Christmas Carol. Were you good? Um, no, I mean, as good as an eighth grader can be playing a seventy year old man, I think. But uh, no, yeah, I enjoyed it. I could memorize all my lines, hmm. but um, I couldn't sing. And mostly, my school did musicals, so I was always okay. like, I always got the job of the person who only had speaking parts. Yes. Like, and it was a lot of times it was comic relief. So maybe that kind of planted the seed a little bit. Like I was like a. Like a weird, like, I would be like the agent for the singing Christmas tree or whatever. And I'd come in there all slick, like, hey, tree, I'm going to make you a star. And then the tree would sing a song. That was like I'm my... going to make you a star. Yeah. So, uh, no, I, I wasn't really big in theater. I've gotten into acting more in college. I took acting classes and done some short film stuff. And I like it, and I think I'm okay at it. But, um, yeah, it's not anything I ever really pursued. Where'd you go to college? I went to a place a little south of here. Yeah. Ew, uh, yeah. Let's not talk cougar. about it. I didn't like it. I was just there. I, I went to it. Like I grew up. It. All right. I grew up Mormon in Kentucky, which uh-huh. is weird. I grew up in South Dakota, LDS. Yeah, and I thought if I came to BYU, I was going to be around a lot of kids like me, who was I was normal because I went to high school with no. no other Mormons, so I had to be normal. That's. And then I got here, and I went from being the good kid in high school because I didn't. You know, party really to hard. To being like the bad kid. Yeah, because I didn't shave or watch. I watched R-rated <laughs> movies and all of a sudden and I was like. you had no idea about some of the weird like culture things? Yeah, so it just floored me. I, stu- I, you know, I stuck around for three years and then I quit because I just couldn't take it yeah. anymore. Finally, I went back. I would have transferred, but uh-huh. I was so close. It's so I hard to transfer. Up. But I did the full last year with a full beard. No permission from anyone, even though you're not supposed to have one. As my statement, and no one, I never, I, I managed to graduate. So maybe they'll take away my diploma. Did you walk with this. a beard? No, I didn't walk because I owe them four hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good thing I'll we pay don't that have eventually. Any collection agents. Uh, 
I'll pay that eventually. Uh, That's well, so if you funny. had made me more successful, I would be able to pay that back already. <laughs> I'll say that. But uh, what'd you major in? I majored in English with a minor in philosophy. Okay, so you you enjoy putting reason. Is horrendicities a word? <laughs> horrendicities? No, I, I'm pretty sure it's not. I was a check because he's an English major. <laughs> horrendicities. Remember I used that one earlier. Oh, did you? Yeah, I made horrendicities a oh, noun. Right. I didn't know how to go from horrendous. <laughs> Oh. So I made it. Yeah, like but it horrendousnesses. Works. Yeah, but like yeah. horrendicities sounds like oh, yeah, interesting I, abstract idea there. Yeah, I, you're, you're basically a new Shakespeare as well. Yeah, you're thank you. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was. I also like little boys. It's not a word so. yet. Did Shakespeare? Wait, let's, uh, you're making that let's cut that too for yeah. a promo. Oh, great. Becca Sorry. likes little boys. I do. Creepy. But only like in the way that I want to babysit them. Uh, most of them want to babysit <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you can babysit smart. my son if you want. Uh, he's too old. He's too old. <laughs> <laughs> If he can make himself like mac and cheese and pee on his own, like I don't need to babysit you. Wait, he knows how to geez. dial like nine one one. Yeah, if you don't dial nine one one. Is he old enough? Does he need a babysitter? I'm not a mom yet, so like someday I'll figure year out the need protocol. A babysitter. Really? Oh, yeah, they do. I always had Here's siblings, a... and so that was babysitter. Here's the thing about kids: they're bad people. Yeah. Not just like, <laughs> not like not in like an immoral sense. They're bad at being people. Like all the time, they do things that should make them stop being people. Like, and then they don't die somehow because we love them. They need someone there to help them stay a person because otherwise they'll, they'll, they'll die. Cease to exist. Yeah, and they will no longer be. So uh, that's, yeah. I have a great story as me as a little kid. I think it was between 10 and 12. My parents go on vacation for a week. I was living in Southern California, so I, we had a Mexican nanny. She, you know, she watched me and my little sister for a whole week. You know, they, she was given, I don't know, like 200 bucks for the week to, for groceries and stuff. This was back in the early 90s when things were cheaper. So Did you call her Tia? <laughs> Tia. I never talked to her because she didn't speak English. Goodness. And so... This so, is a bargain. Yes. <laughs> what this is. And so here's where it gets really good and really creepy. CBS. I forged this whole letter saying that she needs to take me to Kmart let me buy a BB gun, <laughs> buy some pellets. It works. <laughs> and so she does. Within the three days of her buying that gun and my parents coming home, I had shot out windows of four cars, the neighbor's sliding glass door. Oh, yeah, you were really, he was a bad person yeah. for wow. literally like a bad person <laughs> yeah. as yeah. a kid. I believe it. No. no, you look like an upstanding citizen, <laughs> right? I'm a journalist by trade, hey, sir. question, go. would you call that a beard? Or a goatee. Um, or a Fu Manchu. Definitely or not a Fu Manchu. a beard tea. A goateered. Goateered. I like goateered. Because it really is. It's a big, bushy goatee. It's like a grown tea. Like, yeah. overgrown tea. Big old, bushy it's goatee. Good, I like it. <laughs> I like it. It looks good. Um, it looks good. It's red. It's, it's red. vibrant. I'm getting some weight. Yeah, here, right around the lip. I'm waiting to... <laughs> See like reverse milk mustache. This is the best thing to watch. I'm just observing. I don't want to be a silver fox. I want to be the redhead that has the Einsteinian hair, oh. and I go completely bleach white. Like that's my goal. Well, you can make that happen. Like, 
Like that's what I like, wanted to do it naturally with age. Gotcha. Like, so you got to age overnight. So you got to age have a trauma faster. Is what you want to have happen. <laughs> we it's need to really stress bad trauma. Out. Just like the girl in that crash. I try to slack on. real bad, so he has to stress about the show, <laughs> and then like it gives she, him grace. She's good at that. No, I'm a warrior. I've had gray hair since I was 12. Like, and it's just increasing. Like I, people always think I'm like 100 years old. I, I walk around with my brother who's four years younger than me. Everyone thinks I'm his dad. I'd say you're 31 to 33. That's a, that's a kind Let me guess. guess. But you also know that I'm like a youngish person just because of... Are you older than that? No, I'm, tw- I'm, I'm 29. Okay. I was going to guess 27. Oh, yeah. So you're being nice. I wore a I Beatles shirt at the gas station. And the lady at the gas station asked me if I saw the Beatles live on the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> I'd have been like, yes, I did. Can I have this for free? I gave my old boss my email address and I had 84 Holla at the end. Just 84. Because that's my birth year. He's like, that is that your, your graduation year? I'm like, no, I'm actually 18 years younger than that. That's the, yeah. So You should get the senior discount. I've so. tried. I tried. Uh, it works if I'm wearing like a suit and tie. <laughs> or like weird sweats, like old people always wear out to Denny's and stuff. <laughs> you know, Denny's, like Denny's sweats, <laughs> like right. nursing home sweats and there's, like running shoes. There's yeah. this t- tagger in downtown Denver, Colorado, and he's got the greatest tag in the world. It just says "Sweatpants Boner Man," and, <laughs> it, and it's on signs, wow. it's on sides of buildings. <laughs> it's just so you'll drive within if you're on a 20 minute drive, you'll see it three times. That's awesome. And he does it all artfully, and it's the f- this thing driving around, sweatpants boner man. It's just Sasha's like yes. alter ego, and he's like plugging it like he's it's like, hey, it's you guys, it's basically the new Banksy. Like, you should check it yeah, out. Yeah, no one knows who it is, but he's acting like, oh, have you heard the buzz? Have you heard the buzz about sweatpants boner man? I guess I'm allowed to say that. I was. I guess I'm allowed to say. I saw you hesitate. Yeah, I did. Got a little I, nervous. I really did. I, I get nervous. Uh, I get scared a little sometimes. Yeah, we've already used the you know the delay button that you, that you hit. We've already used up all our, our airtime lag so we uh, still have a phone a friend yeah <laughs> that's what we were going to use our lifelines to fill up the rest of the show when we thought you weren't coming <sighs> so you're a journalist by trade yes i uh Ooh. i work in television now but on the production side as in terms of not being an anchor gotcha i don't th- <laughs> so i'm trying to type in sweatpants boner man tagging but now they want me to turn off my safe search. I don't. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna do let it. Me I, say, just, I say go for speaking it. Speaking from experience, <laughs> you only live once. let me just. Well, but you only Google five billion times on a <laughs> University of Utah okay. server. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it from me. You never on the air. Sometimes, <laughs> like sometimes it sneaks in like weird stuff on the internet, and like it doesn't get blocked at my work at the law firm where I work. There's some pretty tight like blocks on the internet. <laughs> And I opened a BuzzFeed article about a rowing team that was like everyone was sharing it, and it was like the rowing team that did some naked campaign to fight You're homophobia. Showing all their paddles, and what it was. and it was like so many pictures of them like basically naked, but like so barely not. Will you send me that link? Later? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I was just, like, just you know, so I can understand. You know, <laughs> I was like, the IT guys are probably like. Uh, what's going on? Because sometimes they see what you're doing and they block it. Yeah. So I, it's like live I don't action. Have, I don't have any restrictions at my day job, uh, thank goodness. But uh, What's uh, your day job? I'm a, I'm a writer. I do web copy. So web marketing. Ninth route. Shout out at my company. 
They're all my friends. We work together. It's really good. It's a really good company. Yeah, friends. Um, so advertising, yeah, right? What type of writing? Uh, web, so it's web copy. So just websites. What, whatever someone's website says, I write the words for it. Uh-huh. So all their clients' websites, I write. The Are you words good for with them. grammar? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, He's an English I, major. That yeah. doesn't mean much. Like there's know, people really. that can write, and then there's people that think they can write. But the g- grammar is becoming a lost there's art. There's people who can so. write, yeah. and then there's people who can like correct grammar. I, w- I had a creative writing emphasis, so I really had to go through the ringer on all that. So, but uh, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm good at it. It's fun. Does it's, that help uh, with your comedy? A little bit. It's more my comedy helps more with it. I think. I um, believe that. It does give me some material sometimes. You know, as I'm working, I think of things, and um, but I yeah, the comedy really helps with that because. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen someone trying to be funny, like in a commercial or on a billboard. Billboards are the worst. These, like, software companies that think they're funny and they make funny billboards. <laughs> and it's like, you don't have anyone funny working at your company, obviously, or you wouldn't have made that billboard. It drives me crazy. So, so like, that's the advice I always give people when they're asking, like, companies asking what they should do. It's like, you have to follow your personality. If you're funny, make your website funny. But don't try and make it funny if you're not. Don't try to be anything that you're not. Is that a fun job? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to just constantly write, 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 write. It wears me out some for comedy writing. I don't write as much as I should because I write all day for our clients. It, it's good, and it's uh, it's nice. It's flexible. They're cool with my comedy. They support me. They're coming to the shows this week, and they just, they're really uh, supportive and helpful, so that's really good. And you're at Wise Guys in Ogden this week. That's right. Who's, are you headlining? Or? Yes, I'm headlining. Nice. It's my first time headlining a show uh, at a comedy club, so should be really exciting. Uh, one show each night, Friday and Saturday, 8 p.m. Who's your host? Who's um, opening for I you? I know Seth Tippett's is hosting. Oh, I just boy. found out today, not from you wouldn't know from him, because uh, he hasn't plugged it yet on his, on his Facebook or Twitter or anything. It's like he's not trying to get people to come. Uh, but other than that, I don't know who else is going to be on it. I know uh, Chris Catan was supposed to be in West Valley, and he canceled. And so now in West Valley, there's some, like, local comedy superstar show going on with Marcus and Guy Seidel and Andy Gold and Steve Solberg. So uh, I basically I have to crush them. That's the attitude I'm taking. I'm, I'm making a full heel turn wrestling style. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to squash them like a bug is what I'm going to do. Just kidding. So I met Seth Tippett at Seth Tippett. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, uh, I'm sorry you're there. You guys, you guys have a gang photo from Wise Guys. Yeah, yeah. Just be a in a bunch of hoodlums. We just go hang out there after shows, and, <laughs> and uh, Keith Stubbs comes up and takes a picture for the website, and, you know, it sells because we're all really sexy. We're all real sexy pieces. <laughs> yeah. of, hey, I recognize four people. Nice. Man cake. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, so Seth's going to be there. You know, even if he's not funny, he's tall. Yeah. So that's something, it's a sort of like a, something to look at, if nothing else. I'm sure else. if I go, he'll just tease me the whole time. He yeah. called me a fat leprechaun on air. That's so I, rude. I don't remember if he called me anything, but he's so full heavily. of fat jokes. He's full of fat <laughs> jokes. He's got something weird going on in his head. If I was some kind of genetic freak like him, I wouldn't make fun of how Didn't he say were. he used to be fat? That that would make sense. Didn't he have a fat face? Or was that another comedian? No, I think it was him. It was him. Or was it Marty? It was Marty. Marty was the one that said he was fat. Yeah. Marty? Yeah. Are you out there? Yeah, Marty Marty did use <laughs> He to was fat. fat? Yeah. Oh, that's the one. Because we were comparing who was fat or me or him back in the day. I think we tied. <laughs> she's, yeah. she, she tries this idea that she was fat. Like, I'm going to get real good pictures. I was quite overweight. How much did you age. weigh? 
I don't remember because you're so young. You don't know your <laughs> yeah. weight. Oh, well, if you're but too I, young before that. Eighth grade. I, you just went. You just had a middle growth school. Spurt come after. on. Like, ah, I did have a growth spurt. That doesn't spurt. count. It's not fat. It was baby fat, but everyone else had already had their growth spurts. Gotcha. So I looked like you're a late bloomer, is what you're saying. <sighs> yes. <laughs> but <laughs> I was so overweight that I didn't. I like. Had some of the kids, you know. But you couldn't date till you were 16 anyway, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, 25. No, I feel bad. Seth's a good guy. He's funny. But uh, he does do a thing in his show where he asks a question. He says, have any of you ever shopped at a pig and tall? Yeah. And then some people in the audience clap because some people have to shop there like me. Like, my, like I'd shop there for my dad. Yeah, I can't get, you can't get clothes. Like, Hollister doesn't want me wearing their clothes. Like, <laughs> so they don't make clothes my size. I tried on clothes at a Ross the other day. The only shirt that fit me was a 3XL t-shirt that said, this takes practice on it. That's the only <laughs> thing I can find. You, Andy Gold, and I should go to Amber Congreen Fitch and see how long oh, it's going. Oh, you shirtless? You should yeah. get <laughs> stuff and then, like, all... Find the fabric and tailor it to actually fit, and then just walk in and all their stuff, and they'll be like, "Where did you get that?" So Seth says people tell me to shop at Big and Tall, and then, but I get there and it's only clothes for fat people. Anybody here shop at Big and Tall? And then a few people clap, and he goes, "Yeah, fat people." And it's like, wow. you don't do that. Well, and he's so funny, and then he's just calling people out and calling them fat, and then he has to overcome it and work extra hard. And it, it's a testament to his talent because he overcomes it. But, Seth, don't it's do that joke this weekend. Okay, Seth? Don't I'm kidding. Do, do whatever it. you want to do. I'm just glad you're doing the show. Uh, everyone's trying to do Marcus's show, like a bunch of traitors. But you're on my team. Um, and Call I'm, up I'm P. Rema. excited for it. Get Patrick Ramirez Patrick on Patrick Ramirez, that. I like him. I, he's, he's funny. Talented. Him and, I he's talented. I think him and Marty are my... <laughs> oh my right? gosh. Rebecca was totally like, yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, you she should see, see their it. selfies together. Let me pull them up. Well, our selfies together. It was the classic <laughs> photo after the interview. And he didn't want to make her feel bad for showing too much cleavage, so he started showing his cleavage. I wonder if he knows her Mexican nanny to let you buy the BB gun. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, do you know her? Do you know his tia? Pa- do you Patrick? know his tia? <laughs> That's the funniest thing. Yeah. Just blatant racism on the air. Sure. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> you. So, yeah, Seth's going to be on the show. It's going to be fun. I don't know who else, uh, but hopefully a bunch of other good comedians. You don't need anyone Do you else. have, like, a favorite yeah, joke? Like, a short joke? When oh. people are like, you're a comedian, tell me a joke. Like, I do I just, it. I, I I'm that girl to every person. Oh, yeah. Please! You, no. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you off the air the best story about that. <laughs> I can't do it on the air, though. It contains words that you'd have to bleep. But um, I'll bleep them. I'll go bleep. <laughs> but no, like, I always just tell people I'm off the clock. You know, like, like what do you do? And then they say, oh, I'm a nurse. Oh, give me an IV then. Like, no, you don't just, like, tell people to do their thing that they do for money. No, all right. But I am publicizing a show. So uh, a favorite joke. Oh, goodness. Oh, um, did you ask that question again? Yeah, I did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> tell me a did joke. I, does every comedian get yeah. mad? I'm always like, tell me I what. I get mad. Some of them pretend they're not mad, but you can tell they're really stressed under the pressure, and they're like, eh, I don't do that. And I'll, then they think of one, they're like, okay, 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 here we go. I'll, and then they tell a great one. I'll use one that I only use in Utah uh, at the beginning of my show, so it won't spoil yes. anything. It's that I, I tell people, you know, that I, I, I was raised Mormon. I still consider myself Mormon, but not that kind of Mormon. You know, like... I'm going to baptize you, but I'll wait until you're dead. Wait yeah. until you're <laughs> dead. And that way you say 10%. I won't you. <laughs> you know, so that's... My great-grandfather got baptized when he was dead, and it... 
cost the LDS church over $3 million. What? A lawsuit? And here's how stupid my grandpa was, is he had it all donated to the state of Israel and not to our family. What? I was like, Were well, you pissed? I am now. I'd have been so, so, you, mad. You, so you have Jewish blood. Though. I'm I'm a hundred percent Jewish on both sides. Hundred percent Jewish from rabbinic bloodline. Me too. Yes. Well, you sure? I was uh, supposed to be a rabbi. You sure weren't mad enough about Macklemore then? You got to get mad. At oh, I don't. It doesn't bother me okay. the least bit. <laughs> I have a thing called a sense of humor. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't I get have uptight. Have a funny bone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it doesn't. That's a good joke. Thank you. Thank yes. you very much. So for all you people that thought I was being anti-Semitic by asking him if he was Jewish, no, I'm, I'm, I can say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have that clout. And it takes one <laughs> to it know one. It made me uncomfortable. I got <laughs> yeah. confused. He's like, well, where's uh, this coming from? <laughs> they don't make red-headed Jews. <laughs> they don't make Yes, those. they do. King David, King Solomon, Alexander the Great. King Sasha Gumshoe Bloom. <laughs> Wait, we know what color their hair was? Yes. Well, <laughs> how yeah. do we know what I color I took a selfie was? with them. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Which a one? selfie where like Solomon? you have to draw it on a stone together do each of you have half of it <laughs> yeah, in your house and you like, just cut it right in half mm-hmm. oh you remember those awful necklaces that like shut you'd up. have to give best girls? friends yeah. shut up i love those i had <laughs> one for so long let's get one yes <gasps> me and you yeah yes. can it be not one that doesn't say best friends but says b fry on one of them and like st ends on the other and so yeah I want the beef fry side. I always <laughs> wanted the beef fry, but I've never been the st- end, so I will. Okay, cool. <laughs> you can have one. Sasha's over here mad. You'll have a little <laughs> tiny charm that says forever. Forever. <laughs> can I get the bracelet? Well, I didn't want one before, but now I'm kind of, ooh, ooh. No, I'll make a KU, all you charm bracelet. They have to make, they have to make a three-piece one now, don't you think? Like, uh, oh, they do. They totally yeah, do. Yeah, they That's do. That's lame. Best Make a forever. choice. You can't have two best friends. You got to pick one. Don't say. You got to exclude <laughs> another one. You got to say, Sasha, get no. out of here. You're out. You're out. <laughs> it's it's us all the way. I like this. And it's this. not because you're Jewish. Uh, or have red hair. Uh, um, yeah. uh, it's other it's, reasons uh, that I can't think of because I'm flustered. Uh, tell him no joke. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> But your job is funny. I would ask every comedian I've ever met to tell me a joke. I have, right. actually, already no, done that. Everyone does. Like, if you were dating a stripper, would you ask her to do strippy stuff? Yes. Off the clock? <laughs> I yeah. Asked, I yeah, you would. stripper girlfriends it's entertainment industry. Uh, yeah, but, like, we want to be respected. Is the thing. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm totally sex positive. I just want to say that right now. I used to date a girl that had a stripping pole in her kitchen. Really? Yes. It was weird. Sure, it wasn't a fireman's pole. <laughs> this one girl in high school. Are you sure she wasn't a fireman? <laughs> you Too sure? dumb. Did she have? Did she have a yellow coat, <laughs> a big red hat, and that was a fireman? It was Clifford. Sasha. It was Clifford. The big red dog. I forgot. I'm gonna start calling you Cliff. Oh, thank you. Like Clifford, the big red dog. But D A W G. Yeah. That's why we're calling you Cliff, not Clifford. Fair enough. Clifford. 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 you. Clifford. Whoa, that was creepy. Is that just a sound drop? No. Did you hear me scream? I got so scared. That, that really... That was my fault. Do you know how loud my headphones are right now? Yeah. Really loud? Wow. Mine are really loud, too. That scared me so bad. Too loud. Leave that so it scares the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. So, someone's going to bed with their podcast and they get that. That would not be good. Oh, you can't fall asleep to us. We're too funny. So, Christian. Yes. Yes, sir. 
Where do, you, where do you want to go with comedy? Is this something you want to do full-time? Is this a part-time gig? Is this... It absolutely is what I consider to be my career. I okay. have a day job. I make money so that I can pursue my career. But I'm investing in it right now, and it's what I want to do full-time eventually. Do you think about going to New York or to Boston? I yeah. Was LA. Tell you to ask New York to New York is hard. I don't know if you've talked to any of the comedians here. Marty. Andy Gold, Marty. Yeah. yeah, it's just a hard place to do comedy. I mean, you go there, you're immediately like competing with comedians that have been doing it for a lot of years, that have had a lot of success. But there's so like so many comics out there, you're hustling for the same stages that people that have been on Comedy Central are. And so uh, it's just a tough road to hoe when you move out there. Um, I don't think it's necessarily for me. You know, I'm married. I'm more settled than that. I, I see L.A. as a better lifestyle for me yeah. eventually. But I'm, I'm still a waste from that. Right now, I just want to be in Salt Lake, and I want to keep getting better. And uh, keep, you know, this is my first time doing a 45-minute set at a comedy club. So that's my first step is do that, get better at that, do that as much as I can, and then uh, move on to other things. So. Have you thought about, do, do you do any festivals or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I've been to a few festivals. Um, I'm putting together a better media package to submit to other ones, but I've been to Idaho Laugh Fest. Uh, I was in the Utah Arts Festival, mm-hmm. Rocky Mountain Laugh Off. Um, so mostly just stuff around here. Yeah, that's definitely my plan for 2015 is to, uh, is to really push all the festivals and try and get into some of the bigger ones and uh, start building more of a national approach. I need approach. to watch more comedy. Do you know the first yeah, time I ever yeah, even saw stand up was like two weeks ago at the really? comedy club Monday night? Yeah, here at the U. Monday that's night. Oh, the first, oh. <laughs> that's the first time I've ever even like. I mean, obviously, I've seen like comedians on like Netflix. So or who whatever. hosted? Jonathan Falconer. Yes. So he's the first comedian you've ever seen. <laughs> Live. No, no comment, John. You listening? No, I like Jonathan. Uh, No, I mean, that's an open mic. That's not a But now I really want to go to, like, a wise guy. Yeah, go to a weekend show. You know, like, it's a totally different thing. And that that drives me crazy because um, you get people going to open mics. And open mics are good. There's a point to it. Like, it's where you figure out if you can even do it. It's where you work out new material. It's great. I love open mics. But they aren't comedy shows. Yeah. And people start doing open mics, and they think that all of a sudden they're comedians. They start making fan pages start selling merch on their websites it's like no you're not a comedian yet you're trying to become one you know so selling merch. i think some people go to open mics and they think oh this is comedy and they get a bad taste in their mouth yeah so i'm glad i thought it was pretty funny that's good but well, I, I was at that no i wasn't at that one two weeks ago must have been three must have been three yeah but it's neat that they're doing it here i yeah. i think it's a great I thing like for the it. you I, I, I didn't even realize we had such an awesome comedy scene until we I started hosting with you and interviewing all these comedians. I was like, "There's funny people." Yeah, you didn't here. even yeah. get you didn't even get the big stars there either. I mean, you uh, let's see, Patrick was there, which is always fun oh, to watch. Oh, at, at, um, at the Monday yeah. night show, yeah, yeah Marty was, was there. But Patrick, Marty. was Jackson there? Yeah, Jackson, yes. Banks, and funny Wallace man. was there. Yeah, those are both funny guys. All those people you're talking about. Who is that one guy? You know, so it sounds like a pretty good Monday night those show two for act- the Monday night show. Those two actually make me mad, Jackson and Wallace, because they did a radio show at KU for a while, mm-hmm. but they never recorded it, never made it a podcast, and I bet you it was hysterical. Oh, I'm sure it was. They're so funny. They make me so mad. They're kids. <laughs> yes. They're children. Yes. And they're so funny already. I want to. Why are they so funny? I want to break their necks. They're so good at comedy. No, I love them. They're great. They have good timing. They they're Creative. both very awkward looking, and they <laughs> use that 
for their benefit, I think? They're, they're just good writers. I mean, that's what it comes yeah. down to, being clever and smart and funny. That's what they are. I they just happen to also comedians. be, like, 20 years old. Jackson has a he, Jackson even has a joke about how when he sees younger comedians, it <laughs> makes him mad. And I'm like, the 21, said the 21-year-old, like, like makes me mad. No, he's so funny. And he's though. doing that just to uh, pick at you guys, right? Yeah, he just made the finals at the Laughing, I think it was in the Portland. Laughing Devil Comedy. No, this was in New York, I think. He made the finals at the Laughing Devil Comedy Festival last I week. St- I think that he'll get on TV. He's got the right look. He's got the height. Yeah. He's got the patience. <laughs> and he's young, and he's he's good, and he's a hard worker, and he's a good writer. Like, he's one of the great ones, as far as I'm concerned. He's really good. I wonder, I wonder. So it sounds like a good Monday night show. It was funny. Yeah. I liked it. But it's all comedians. There like was you that were the only kid. audience member, right? <laughs> we were, you were both yeah. the only audience members because it's usually all comics. And so that can be, it's an interesting dynamic because you get up there. If you tell the same jokes that you've told before, like you'll get no response. Because yes. comics aren't going to laugh at a joke. They've already, there are a few. I'll laugh at some of Andy Gold's jokes because they're so good. And there's a few others. But most of the time you do not laugh at another comedian's jokes <laughs> that you've already heard. Because it's just, you so want to hear something new. I've been begging those guys to give us a commercial. We'll play it on our show, because we're the only podcast here at this station. Uh-huh. We get a good audience. And then we can put it in our dad and play that, that there's a comedy club on campus for free. Yeah. And 10,000 people a month are going to listen to it, but they don't do it. And, I, and I've hit up several <laughs> of them. I was like, I, that's why we went there, was to get them... To give me stuff for commercial. Seems like they don't want an audience. Yeah. Yeah. No, you gotta you gotta promote it. Yeah. Monday night. Here's a commercial right here. You can cut it out. Every Monday night at the University of Utah, uh, Ray Open Student Union Building. Okay. Let's take another cut. A Ray Open. Yes. Yes. A, a Ray Open, which is not it. That's not a good name, Ray. Open. But, I First. mean, come on, come on, University of Utah, <laughs> do better, do better. A Ray Open Student Union. They're every Monday night at 8 p.m. in the theater downstairs, there is a comedy show <laughs> with 11 comedians and no audience. You can be that audience. So do oh, I put good. clown music under that? Or? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Right. That was no a, monster truck sounds. That was a commercial? I said something in the middle of that. That's okay. It's okay. Don't use it's, that. <laughs> I'll cut a real one later. But I'll yeah, cut the real no. one. No, they absolutely should do that. So I'll get on them. I'll yell at Falconer. Yes, you should. I'm, I'm his mentor, I decided, so. <laughs> Spirit guy. Do you have a lot of friends in comedy? or? I do. I, I, I love all the comedians. I mean, Who's your most best comedian friend? And you only get to pick one. Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> you um, can't have two to give necklaces oh to. Oh, no. I need more necklaces. All right. I have, then I have to, by default, go with the other member of the cool pool. The cool pool? Yeah. It's spelled K-E-W-L-P-E-W-L. Well, that's a real thing. Pule. It's our carpool. <laughs> It's cool. the Kewl Pool. <laughs> and uh, we have three members, but oh. we have two founding members. Uh-huh. And that's me and, and dumb, inhuman Marty Archibald. <laughs> so I'll give it to Marty. He can have half my heart. I'll take the other he half. He already has no, half of mine. He is a really good friend of mine. And I've known him for you know three years now. And we spent hours together driving to shows. I've had no sincere conversations with him. I don't know. He's never described his feelings to me <laughs> about anything. I can be like totally serious and sincere with him. He's just like, okay, all right. And then does He's some never dumb like, joke. Christian, let me tell you something about what I'm feeling. Nope. I drove up never. to Ogden 
with Steve Solberg and Marty in Steve's car, ah. both on a Friday, Saturday, going up and down. He didn't that's, say a word. That's a pretty cool pool. He didn't say a word. That's a cool that's, pool. That's a, that's a cool I want to be so cool someone puts me in a pool. The other member cool I should pool. shout out is Abby Harrison. Abby, okay. what's up, Biebs? She's coming in here next. Is it might be next week or the week after. Oh, good. On She's a Tuesday great. or Thursday? Thursday. This is so inside baseball. People are getting this. We're just talking about other local no, comedians. She knows. That's okay. But <laughs> inside baseball. It's important because she called me homeless. She heckled me. Oh, no. Yes. and Abby... She also heckled, yeah, she's, she's had some heckling disasters recently. You can talk to her about that. And I'm really here. bummed that I just but. found out she's married, too, because I was going to ask her out, like, this is the way you can repay me for embarrassing me. <laughs> but now she's married, and yeah. so I can't do that. You got some strikes bit. against you there, yeah. for sure. Same thing happened with uh, you. He was like, I'm going to ask that guy out. And then just barely, you were like, I'm married, <laughs> so I, I can't say, go to New York. I just didn't say I'm not dating. <laughs> <laughs> Who said I was exclusive? My wife would be pumped if I had a, a dude in my life. She'd be like... Just anything that would take pressure off her. You know, she, she'd be excited. Let her get a night's sleep. Yeah. Really. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just keep him out of the house for a while, please. Please. She's like, I just really wanted to be by myself. So one thing that we like to do is we have, a, we have a lot of young comics that listen, and then we have a lot of students. How do you be successful at writing, at staying on task, at creating a good work ethic? Um, a lot of illegal drugs. Yes. Um, <laughs> stimulants are best. Study high, uh, get high scores. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. The University of Utah absolutely does not support that. Yeah, I'm sure that. you did that a lot at BYU. Um, yeah. Well, you'd be surprised about BYU. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, for real, like... But I, do they have a stoner igloo like we did this year? They had a stoner igloo? Yeah, they uh, built a perfectly, like, they had to get sledgehammers the police to break it. And it was a stoner's den. And it was, it was made out of ice. Yes. It was a straight-up awesome igloo with stoners in it. And they went and smashed it down like animals. I hope it was like some really high freshmen. Yeah, like trying to they were freshmen. But they were trying to do a, a stage show of Frozen. This is what it was. They were just super high. And like, seeing, let it go. Like, top of their lungs inside that See, igloo. See, we knew we could sing. Yeah. Was that, that sound good? Oh, here I'm it is. I'm a horrible singer. Here it is. If but you, I belt that song If you type car. in weed igloo, it's... The first thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just looks like a like a thing that like some scraggly bear would live well, in. See, like the, the one that gets like shunned from the community. The police were really nice. They took like seven pictures too. So there's like a whole inside. Let me pull them up. <laughs> but I was really impressed by the craftsmanship. Yeah, that's it. great. No, we just have uh, you know nativity scenes. And, <laughs> you just um, like. Jump into the little first baby vision Jesus reenactments. Uh, the no, you kind of try to do a Navu pageant. You walk through the student center and people are praying over their, you know, <laughs> meal. Tomasito's Italian cafe food. I mean, all our kids smoke e-cigarettes. Five dollar footlongs. <laughs> Drink lattes. Five dollar footlongs. <laughs> dear, dear Lord, please bless this uh, five dollar footlong. <laughs> that it will. That it is actually one whole foot long and not <laughs> only 11 inches like last time. Please. That's what she said. I had to cl- oh, no. I always. <laughs> Who made fun of me real bad? All right, Josh. I usually don't. Phono Kalafi. <laughs> that one kid, Phono Kalafi. Josh. He was the one, right? Oh, yeah. Everything I said was an innuendo, and I didn't even know it for like 10 straight things in a row. <laughs> he's good. At, he's, he's just dirty. He's filthy. He's got a filthy Filthy. Ride. 
you work mostly clean or dirty or uh, do you I, have a struggle with that i i try not to even label it yeah. because it's so the only thing that's worse than people that label themselves as clean comics is people that label themselves as dirty comics <laughs> like those two are the worst it's not about that it's about being funny now i talk about adult things like i talk about sex in my act I, I use some swear words. But, but you're not like vulgar? No, I don't. I, I think I'm respectful about everything, and I don't think I'm, you know, filthy and gonna. I shouldn't offend anyone. If someone's offended <laughs> by me, you're it's probably their a problem. Prude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the way I look at it. I talk about my real life, so if someone doesn't like it, they just don't like me, really. <laughs> but yeah, so I'd say it probably, like, if someone saw me, they would say I wasn't squeaky clean, but I'm, I'm definitely not a filthy, you know road dog comic bringing the dirty jokes are you gonna go down that road um in road dogging and traveling <laughs> or is your wife gonna put restrictions on you oh my wife my <laughs> wife would love it if i went on the road. <laughs> <laughs> like, she'll stay that's the thing <laughs> no i i don't like it i mean it's not a great way of life uh, it's hard like you make you can make some money but it's you know you're you're dealing with bookers who aren't always fun to deal with uh it's, it's not great. I mean, I, I would do it, and I want to to get better, but definitely not anything that's like, you know, I wouldn't be one of those guys that hits the road for three months. I doesn't see. doesn't come home for three months. So we're unless, I'm, unless I'm famous and I'm staying in nice hotels. And, yeah. Not driving in like yeah, a exactly. tiny level car. Not driving in my Hyundai. Well, I hope you get there. And well, thank you. anything that we can do to help you support that goal. Well, we'll you've we'll already promised to uh, to give my name to yes. Pixar, I believe. <laughs> Pixar. You said you had connections to Pixar. <laughs> We're going to give um, it to the EAE. They're I'm actually be, making I'm a Frozen 2 and they need you. Frozen 2? Oh, my goodness. I'll be, I will love You'll it. You'll be Olaf. Olaf. <laughs> Wasn't there an Olaf? Yeah, that was the Josh little Gad's little... Uh, oh, yeah, that little snowman guy little snowman. with the nose. So Friday and Saturday this week. Yes. Go to Ogden Wise Guys. What a beautiful club that is. What a great downtown Ogden it's is. It's wonderful. It's a great place. It's the best club that I've ever been to to see comedy. I would I'd, I'd second that. I love the West Valley Club. I love the old trolley club that's closed now. But, I mean, I've been to others and they're fine. But really, the best place is Ogden. The room, the size of the room, the lighting is great. The crowds are usually great. And it's in a great part of downtown and it's really like 35 minutes away. It's a quick, simple yeah. drive. Yeah. It really is. And, and really, guys, come on. Come. Buy your tickets now. You can go to wiseguyscomedy.com. Buy your tickets. Because I don't want to be turning people away. And uh, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm going to have to. Because, you know, everyone after Chris Kattan canceled, and they're like, oh, Marcus and Andy and Guy and Steve Solberg, all these really funny people. But I've seen them before. I need to see this this new guy in a more intimate, smaller setting. Smaller venue, the Wise Guys Ogden <laughs> Club. So they're going to be packing it out. If so I didn't have to work Friday and Saturday, I would be there. Well, you should quit your job. You really should. You really uh, should. Who needs to pay rent? No, yeah. no, I'll pay your rent. Come to the show. I'll pay your rent. Straight up? I swear. Well, you move in, me and my wife. <laughs> I'll pay your rent. You're I call, sleeping with me. I got a twin I call, bed. I call middle. Um, twin bed on a high rise. Sounds good to me, sir. No, but for real, come out. Yes. Come out, come out, Rebecca. You know you want to. I want to. And we will relay this message on Thursday when Chris Hollyfield of the I Am Salt Lake podcast is in studio. Hopefully we'll have the beautiful Becca with us. Uh, is it just Becca? Am I overseeing Rebecca. It? Okay. Rebecca. It's both. She okay. used to have a stalker, long story. <laughs> um, so we had to change her names up a lot. That's how we started doing radio together. So they're like, Sasha, if we get you in studio, we might lose her stalker. 
Well, did. they did because yes. now you're in the studio with her. And yeah, I know. And it was really, really clever idea, Sasha. <laughs> that was you on the phone. If you get to know your stalker, he's not a stalker anymore. He's just a just a friend. Very ambitious, uh, devoted, aggressive. friend. aggressive, yes. borderline mm. offensive. Yes. <laughs> he got me, honey. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on. This hey, is awesome. This is great. Our pleasure. What is your Twitter, Facebook, and all that stuff so people can uh, reach out? At Piper Comedy is my Twitter account. That's P-I-E-P-E-R Comedy. Um, I did win. 2012 City Weekly gave me the Artie Award for Best Local Comedian Twitter Account. I have won awards for my Twitter account. You should call it the Marty Award. <laughs> the Marty Award. Well, good. Hopefully you'll follow me back. Yeah. So. Are you following me? And yes. I'm not following you back? I just followed you. All right. Now, you know I will. Yes. You know um, I will. Okay. Well, let's get out of here. We appreciate all of you. We'll talk to you again on Thursday. And thank you for your kindness, Johnny McKeon. Thank you for joining our show. We appreciate all of you. And we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonder.